0: From Nashville, Tennessee, welcome to Spotlighting the Indie Author, Episode 27. Hi, gang, I'm Nina Turnipseed. April is Poetry Month, and we start off the month chatting with Tilly McGill and reciting some poetry. Tilly has two books of poetry on Amazon. Her first release, Whispers from a Firefly, was released in 2019. Her latest release, Tempest of the Firefly, was released in 2020. During the author chat, both books will be covered, but the main focus will be on her latest release, *Tempest of the Firefly. Joseph, time to get the show rolling.
1: Hi everyone, I'm Joseph Clay, host of today's show. I am super excited about Poetry Month. Why? I love poetry. I can't write it, but I love to read it. Not out loud, as I can't do it justice. In my opinion, poetry is all about delivery, and the writer is the best person to read the piece. But don't fret, my friends. Today's guest, Tilly McGill, a talented poet, has agreed to read three pieces first today during the author chat. One from Whispers from a Firefly, and two from her latest release, Tempest of the Firefly. Once you hear these pieces, You will agree with me that Tilly's words paint a beautiful picture of pleasure and pain, love and hate, happiness and sorrow. Before we get to the chat and the readings, let us see how Tilly answers the 10 off-the-wall questions. It is my pleasure to introduce to you Tilly McGill. Thank you, Tilly, for agreeing to be on the show.
2: Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it.
1: Tilly, before we get to the 10 off the wall questions, there's an important matter that needs to be taken care of. The crew of Spotlighting the Indian Author would like to wish you hit it, boys.
2: Appreciate
1: that. I hope you're ready for the 10 off the wall questions, because here <laughs> we go. What's the scariest sound you could hear in the middle of the night? A coyote. What would you do if you're invisible for a day?
2: I would uh, mess with people.
1: Yeah, yeah, same <laughs> yeah. here. Would you rather get a shoulder massage or a foot massage? Uh,
2: shoulder massage, no, no feet.
1: What is something you like <laughs> that most people don't?
2: I like the winter. I like snow.
1: Okay, I don't, but... Right. I guess that's all. Right. <laughs> Describe your sense yeah. of humor in one word.
2: Uh, twisted.
1: Do you have any superstitions? No. <laughs> would you rather have no eyebrows or an extra finger?
2: Uh, no eyebrows.
1: What's your guilty pleasure?
2: <laughs> uh, my guilty pleasure, I would have to say, is I enjoy pain tattoos.
1: What nickname have you been called that you hate? Brat. Now to the last question. (laughs) Would you rather be able to erase people's memory or predict their future? Uh, I'd rather
2: predict their future.
1: All right, Tilly, you and I will be right back to have a serious conversation about your poetry, your books, and you. After Nina tells the listeners a little bit about you.
0: Our guest today, Tilly McGill, is a native of Michigan. Tilly is a self-taught contemporary poet whose work encompasses all facets of the human condition, delivering prose and storytelling that captivates her readers from start to finish. McGill surpasses all expectations in her brand of written artistic expression. Tilly McGill's writing is generally influenced by the trials and tribulations of life trauma, and heartbreak. McGill, through her writing, reveals her personal journey into mental health in an attempt to be a beacon of hope for others, hoping her work resonates with the reader on a personal level. Tempest of the Firefly, her second self-published poetry book, will take you into the depths of the shadow, a stark contrast to her first book, Whispers from a Firefly. Tempest of the Firefly contains long-form prose and poetry meant to bring you deep into the thick of emotion. When the darkness comes forth, we can appreciate the light. Without the night, we would never see the stars. In this collection of poetry, Tilly desires to ignite the fading light and become the spark needed in the thickest twilight. Tilly Firefly McGill hopes these tales of riding out the storm serve the reader well remember there is always light in the dark the links to learn more about tillie mcgill and to connect with her on social media can be found in the show
1: notes before we get into the writing let's talk about some of your other artistic endeavors i understand that you designed the cover of whispers from a firefly using an actual photograph you took do you design book covers for others
2: I do, Joe. Yeah, I do enjoy designing the book covers. And I've just recently started doing that, you know, on the side professionally and offering that service to other authors and writers.
1: That's great. Where can the listeners contact you about book cover design and formatting?
2: They can find me on Instagram. My profile for the design is midnight.oil.design. And I'm working on a website. It's just kind of Still in the, uh, the building stage. Eventually, I will be online. And, but for now, Instagram is kind of my home base.
1: When I was doing some research on you for this interview, I noticed your Amazon bio stated you have dreamed of being a writer since you were a child. How old were you when you actually wrote your first poem, short story, or flash fiction?
2: Oh, goodness. I think I was in the third grade when I wrote my first story about my dog and they actually had it you know hard covered and like put together and laminated and and all that so that was probably my very first actual like writing material that was something <laughs> tangible I guess
1: that's neat that they would have it laminated stuff must have been really good
2: yeah it was interesting they did it for the whole class like we all got to do a you know write a little book and illustrate ourselves and then they sent it out and had it professionally bound and everything so that was really cool My mom, I'm sure, has it somewhere tucked away in a box or something. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Who are some of your favorite poets and authors?
2: Oh, gosh. One of my favorite poets from even when I was really young was um, Emily Dickinson. She was one of the first, I think, that I actually bought her book. and I remember being, I think, in middle school when I purchased her book. Jane Austen is on the top of my list as far as author goes. I'm a huge hopeless romantic. I love the classics. Pride and Prejudice I've read I think three or four times at this point. I can't get enough of that, um, that time period and just the language. And then I was really big into horror when I started reading really big books. So Stephen King. Dean Kuntz, those were really big inspirations for me growing up. I mean, I probably shouldn't have been reading those books at the age that I was, but it was definitely what launched me, I think, into reading um, more novels and different material.
1: I find it fascinating (laughs) that you write poetry, but yet you'll read novels also, so that's a great crossover there. Mm -hmm. Where do you draw your inspiration from for the poems that you write? My life. Your life, okay.
2: Yep.
1: Does every poem have something to do with your life?
2: Um, I would say yes. I mean, I think there's a few that, you know, are maybe more fiction than others. I kind of call myself an emotional writer. Everything kind of comes from an emotional point for me. I really need to feel what I'm putting on paper. So, you know, if it's a darker piece or if it's a sadder piece or an uplifting piece, I really have to feel and be in that emotion for me to write. It's really difficult for me to write fiction just to write it.
1: Does writing help relieve some of the anxiety and depression that you sometimes deal with?
2: Absolutely. Yes. It's a huge form of therapy for me. It's the main reason that I came to Instagram two years ago and started sharing my work in a public format like this. And it was heavily part of my therapy and healing and dealing with it. And it still is. It's definitely a release for me.
1: Uh, that's great because it helps you and plus it lets everybody else know who may be in the same situation that you're in that they're not by mm-hmm. themselves
2: mm-hmm. so yep, absolutely
1: yep. nina mentioned you have two poetry collections available for purchase we'll put the links to those books in the show notes tempest of a firefly is a collection of predominantly dark poetry tell us what kind of poetry fills the pages of whispers from a firefly
2: whispers from a firefly is a little bit of everything it's a very different book compared to the second one the first one it's i guess i want to say more traditionally formatted poetry if you look at both books you know side by side the second book is almost all stream of consciousness type writing whereas the first one it actually really sticks to um, certain setups certain formats certain rhyme schemes it really sticks to that typical poetry setup. But um, you'll find love, sadness, um, you know, heartbreak, darkness. You'll find all of that in the first one.
1: Tilly, let's give the listeners a sample of what can be found within the pages of Whispers from a Firefly. Could you please read Sweet Tart Sins?
2: Sure, absolutely. Sweet Tart Sins from Whispers from a Firefly. You are stardust and hurricane winds, magic spells, and sad love songs I've buried within. Whisper devious intentions so my heart may begin. Its own weather lusts with stormy gusts and sweet tart sins. And that's
1: it. That's it. All right.
2: Yeah, short and sweet. Yeah, (laughs) short
1: and sweet and to the point.
2: Yep, yep.
1: Yep. (laughs) Okay. Since both books contain different poetry... How do you put a collection together for publication? I mean, do you keep the poems that stir certain emotions together and publish them in a book once you write so many of them?
2: That's a really great question. I actually get this question a lot from other poets. Of course, it's up to personal preference. For me, I always say for the first one, I kind of just wanted to put something together. So that's you know, I didn't really want to worry about a theme. I didn't want to worry about there being, you know, reoccurring feel throughout the whole thing. I wanted something tangible with my name on it. So, you know, it gave me a launch point. I needed to kind of get that first one out of my system. That's kind of what I tell everybody else too. Like your first one is, it's a stepping stone. It's a baby step. You know, I look back at mine and I think, oh my gosh, like I write so differently. You know, I used to kind of struggle with that. Like, oh, that doesn't really represent who I am anymore as a writer, but It does show where I started and it shows growth. I focus on that because that's the big part. That's most important. And then as far as, you know, working on the second one, I knew I wanted it to be dark. And that's kind of what I had the most of. I wanted it to be that heavy, murky feel. And I feel like that's really how a lot of us that struggle with anxiety, PTSD, and depression really feels. I wanted to give that, but with hints of hope and hints of finding that light in the dark you know i I had a ton of that darkness and i just was like i'm just going to do a dark book like here we go so there's a couple different answers depending on i think where you're at in the journey okay (laughs) okay (laughs) all
1: right and it sounds like to me it's when you write you write from the heart and Mm -hmm. at particular times your heart's dark at the other times your heart's lightning and sometimes your heart's in between
2: yeah yep, yep okay.
1: absolutely. yeah, okay. I follow you on Instagram and I suggest that everyone do the same. We'll put a link to your account in the show notes. Sometimes you will post an erotic piece. Like all your poetry, these pieces stir all five senses. Can we expect to see a collection of poems that fall into the erotica genre? <laughs> um, yes,
2: it's been in the works for a while. It's something that I am slowly compiling and putting together. It's always been my intention for about a year now to eventually do an erotica book.
1: The books that you have published have a common word in the title, Firefly. What's the connection between you and the
2: Firefly? Uh, That's an excellent question. When I first started Instagram two years ago, two and a half years ago, I was originally Tilly Firefly. And... It wasn't quite intentional at the time. I really enjoyed the the symbolism of the firefly. And, you know, when I started Instagram, I wasn't really writing about my process through therapy. I wasn't really writing about, you know, my struggles with, you know, anxiety and depression and PTSD. It originally started as a quote account that I was just kind of like throwing, you know, empowering quotes out there and, you know, little phrases. And it slowly evolved into what it is now and i really loved how the firefly gives that glimmer of light in the darkness and there's so many instances where those glimmers become so important for somebody going through a panic attack or you know a ptsd situation or you know a really depressing moment and that firefly that spark of light is sometimes a lifesaver and i really loved how that really translated through you know my work and you know finding it even you know elsewhere in the writing community it's just about finding that firefly because if you can find that firefly you can find your way out like i'm convinced if you've got that little bit of light you'll be okay you know so i kind of held on to it i really love that and it's really become you know just part of who i am as a writer
1: that's great and thanks for sharing that with us i would yeah, have never put you this, yeah i would never put the two together all right <laughs> Both portrait collections come in ebook and paperback formats. Is there any plans for audio versions?
2: I've never really thought about it, so I'm going to say no.
1: Okay. Um,
2: I know that audiobooks have been growing in popularity. I wouldn't say I would take it off the table. That there's no way. I mean, maybe down the road, but it's it's not something that I've considered. No.
1: Hmm, okay. Well, I would think that for poetry, <laughs> an audio book would be sort of difficult because me and you talked off mic earlier poetry is about the delivery and if you didn't write the poem you don't know how to deliver the poem so you would almost have to do the poetry yourself I would think
2: <laughs> you you hit the nail on the head there there are certain pieces that if you don't catch the right cadence or the right pacing or the right tone it completely changes the entire context of that piece you know and we see that a lot too in in the writing community and you know other people reading other people's work and it sometimes is a little detrimental because it's like, well, didn't quite catch the essence of it because <laughs> it's sometimes hard to know, you know, and and I get that. so yeah, I, I, it would have to be me reading you know, an audiobook, and oh goodness, with <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> a lot of time.
1: <laughs> well, see, that's the reason at the beginning of the show, I mentioned that I don't report you out loud because I know for a fact, I don't know the timing. I don't know what the author was actually thinking. So what I do Mm -hmm. when I read poetry is I got soft music playing in the background, incense Mm -hmm. is burning, and I'm reading in the quiet. I use it as an escape. Now let's (laughs) talk about Tempest of the Firefly. Like I mentioned, it's predominantly dark poetry. And correct me if I'm wrong, seems to deal with relationships that went south and the pain that it caused. Tell us your mindset as you wrote and put this collection together.
2: Oh, goodness. I think there was a lot of heartache Maybe even bitterness and a real struggle with, you know, processing those things and then also processing like your own self-worth and and finding that, that, you know, that you are worthy. So I think a lot of the the pieces in here really talk about, in essence, pulling yourself out of it and, you know, getting through it. You know, you're going through that murk and you're going through that heartache and that pain. It's definitely a a heavy one. Mm
1: (laughs) I tell you what, to give the listeners a taste of what they can find between the covers of Tempest of the Firefly, please read my favorite poem, Firefly's Fury.
2: Firefly's Fury from Tempest of the Firefly. Blended lines blurred into divine. Here I am to rhyme despite how it makes you whine. I don't need to be anything. I am already everything. Everything. I am fire and I am wind. Hurricane season never ceases to begin. There is no shelter to shield you from my weather. There is ice in my veins and coal in my chest. There is no place for ones like me to rest. I will drown you in passion, consume you in fire. I will freeze you to keep you. I will send gusts your way to test your ability to stay. Don't you see how I am lover's dismay? I am here despite the knives and lies stuck in my back. You simply made me bigger and better in the end for all that you lack. I take the blades and drag them slowly across my skin, reveling in the dark sin. Marks never scared me before, nor will they ever be ignored. I relish in the warm blood as it drips a cleansing flood. Haven't you heard? Redheads can't be killed. Not by mere men, nor dead whores. A bounty never to be filled. Redheads, we won't be ignored. With every wound you've ever made, I have simply increased the fire in spades. Feel my warmth as it draws you near. I'll go slow, just so you can revel in the fear. Oh my goodness, my dear. I think you'll enjoy being taken by the red. Sooner or later, you will find yourself dead. There is ancient myths about my kind. Do you think they all are really tales and lies? Hmm. I guess soon the truth you will find buried beneath the hollow ground in disguise. The sky is dark, but I see you with my third eye. Satan has no place for you. So exhumed and entombed in the body to roam already groomed, not even worthy of death itself. He spat you out, unable to handle the poison of your health. And you thought you had me down. A redhead rises, always wearing her crown.
1: All right. You conveyed <laughs> so much raw emotion power and pain in that piece how you got those feelings to flow from the heart to the paper amazes me excellent writing (laughs) Tilly. excellent
2: (laughs) thank you i appreciate that
1: the statement remember there is always light in the dark is found on the top of the cover of tempest of the firefly what is the meaning behind that statement
2: um i think that really goes back to the firefly symbolism and i think it also touches on even in the absence of a glimmer of light, we exhibit our own light. We have our own light. And I think it encourages people to realize that we can create it. And I, I really firmly believe that, you know, we do create our, you know, our reality, we create our perception. And if that's all true, we can create our own light. So even in the darkest moments of our day or lives, we still have the ability to create the light. And that's kind of what I wanted to really touch on too, is we can do it. We have that ability.
1: (laughs) Great. Who should read Tempest of the Firefly, a collection of poetry, and why?
2: I think Tempest of a Firefly uh, is perfect for somebody going through just a rough time. It kind of sounds counterproductive because it's a darker book, but I think there's still this almost like silver lining to a lot of the pieces that it's like, you know, even though you're going through these tough times, when things are rough and you don't understand or you don't know where to go or where to turn to, you know, I think there's always that shimmer of hope. You know, I've actually had friends of mine hand my books over to friends that are going through tough times and to kind of let them know too that, like you said earlier, that they're not alone and I think that notion really helps people in depressing moments and you know the PTSD and anxiety knowing we're not by ourselves is a huge huge help because in those times we just feel like we're on an island so I would encourage anybody that struggles to read it and realize that they're not alone and there's no shame in those feelings either
1: do you have any projects you are currently working on
2: I have a couple I have a novel that I started a little over a year ago. I've posted about that throughout the last year and kind of shared a lot of my journey with that and a lot of the characters. Uh, I actually just finished a project that's in conjunction with that novel um, yesterday. So soon there'll be more coming out about that. Yeah, there's a couple things in the work I'm pretty excited about.
1: (laughs) Okay, all right. And to keep up with this, all they need to do is follow you on your Instagram account. And they'll know when it's coming out. Yep. Before we wrap this up, could you please read Wings for Beating from Tempest of the Firefly?
2: I would love to. Wings for Beating from Tempest of the Firefly. I roam from room to room. My personal hell, my intricate tomb, carved delicately, but wait, what's this? fingers traced across engraved wood jagged scarred broken forced open exposed it's your name fingertips across the lettering one by one each one takes me back to your spell where you remained how absurd it was that i fell how ridiculous it was to be so compelled begging to be held as my finger hits the last letter it cuts me i bleed it hits me how much you still own me how much i thought i would buried you because you left me you chose wings over my heart's beatings
1: another powerful poem tilly
2: thank you i appreciate that
1: thank you for being a part of our poetry month and reading your poetry to us all of us here at spotlighting the Indian author wish you the best in life and your writing and once again happy birthday
2: thank you joe i appreciate it and thank you for having me
1: that's a wrap on our first show celebrating poetry month I'm sure all of you will agree that Tilly McGill is a talented poet with a bright future ahead of her. Nina, please inform everyone what happened to the March shows. That I shall do.
0: Due to some health issues and emergencies with the spotlighting the indie author's crew and the family members of that crew, along with some unexpected scheduling conflicts, our MS show with Christy Warren was canceled. The book review of Until the Ocean Freezes by Alita Durham Clemens was scheduled for March 22nd, 2021. That show has been rescheduled for June 1st, 2021.
1: Thanks, Dina. I hated to cancel the MS show. Christy had some remodeling going on that ran over schedule. Then she had doctor's appointments. When she was free, I was tied up with my health issues, mom's emergencies, and then a business trip. We just couldn't pull it all together. I guess it just wasn't in the cards. Wait, what's this stuck to the back sheet of my podcast notes? about a giveaway
0: you read the note as i explain (laughs) smiling the indie author has acquired an autograph copy of tempest of the firefly by tillia mcgill we will give it to one lucky listener in our next show
1: oh yes i see here it's up to me to figure out how to do this that it is tell our listeners when the next show airs and what it will be about i'm out of here I got to go figure out how to do this and make it fair to all.
0: Our next show, a book review of Tempest of the Firefly by Tilly McGill, will air on April 8th. During that show, you will have a chance to win an autographed copy of Tempest of the Firefly. Tilly will also be reading more poetry from the book. Till then, hugs and kisses. Nina.
3: Opinions and/or beliefs shared by any guest are not necessarily the opinions and/or the beliefs of JosephEClay.com and its affiliates, which includes spotlighting the indie author and its hosts. Music used in today's podcast: show intro and outro music, country intro for podcast by Alex Viola Mann, courtesy of AudioJungle. Show background music: Never Stop Dreaming by Crescent Music, courtesy of Shutterstock Incorporated. Spotlighting the Indie Authors Feature, 10 Off-The-Wall Questions Intro, Outro and Background Music, Lazy Frog Loop, by Zajai Two, Courtesy of Free Sound The show notes will contain the following. Links to the books reviewed on today's show, along with the author's or guest's website, and social media accounts, if applicable. Links to the websites mentioned in the podcast. Contact information for Spotlighting the Indie Author. The link to Spotlighting the Indie Author's podcast webpage. Links to the bios of today's hosts. Links to Spotlighting the Indie Author's blog. The blog will include the sound effect credits, the technical data on the recording of today's show, and more. Links to josepheclay.com's website and blog. Till we meet again on the airwaves, the crew of Spotlighting the Indie Author, thanks you for taking the time to listen. This was episode number 27, a 2021 production of Spotlighting the Indie Author, a josepheclay.com podcast.